everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. Being brave isn't the absence of fear. In fact, being brave is having that fear, but finding a way through it. That's what this podcast is all about today, is understanding that fear, the feeling of fear, eliminating fears in our life, they just don't magically go away. I've done so much work on my mindset and on myself over the last couple of years, and I still have fears. It's not about eliminating them. It's about getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, being able to fight your way through it, get over that obstacle that you have, and see true progress so you can reach your potential and take more action in your life. So that's what we're going to talk about today. But first, before we chat about that, let's go ahead and talk the taco of the week. I am so excited for this week's taco because it's different and I haven't done anything like this before. And I don't know about you guys, but like, again, when I decided that I was going to start being healthier, my biggest worry was that I wasn't going to be able to eat the foods that I wanted to. And one of the foods that I really enjoyed that I was like, I don't ever want to get rid of it is ranch dressing. Does anyone else agree with me? (laughs) Well, fear not because you don't have to get rid of it. In fact, this week I give you kind of a special dressing that is basically ranch dressing. It's like a spicy ranch dressing to go on your Southwest taco salad. It's gut friendly. Again, you can use a lettuce cup instead if you would rather not have the tortilla or if you'd like to be even more gut friendly and still want the tortilla, you could always use an almond flour based tortilla as well. So if that sounds delicious, be sure to check out the show notes before you leave the episode today. All right, let's go ahead and jump in. So what's inspiring this talk for today? Well, when I came into 2022, I was setting my goals and I thought, I just want to do something that is going to kind of scare the poop out of me, but also is going to challenge me a lot. Like something that really makes me want to (laughs) run, kind of figuratively and literally now that I'm thinking about it, but something that would make me really uncomfortable, truly challenge me. And so when I had that thought, I was like, well, I know that I'm not a runner, but I obviously want to still do something that I enjoy. And over time, just as I've lost the weight, I've done a couple of mud runs. I've loved them, which if you've never done one before, I highly recommend it. And so I thought it would be kind of cool to mix my love of Ninja Warrior doing the obstacles with something that maybe I'm not the greatest at, which is running. And so when I was looking, I obviously wanted to go Spartan because I highly respect their brand and the races that they put together. Even the athletes that come from Spartan are just top notch. And so I started doing my research and I had a couple of options. And the one that really stuck out to me was a half marathon. It was the Beast Spartan race. And when I was sitting there looking at it and I was getting ready to purchase it, I was like, kind of shaking a little bit in my boots. It's like, do I really want to do this? Because once I do this, I've, I've made the commitment. There's no refunds. There's no going back unless for some reason I was to get hurt. But we know that wasn't going to happen. Knock on wood. And so I was like, all right, this is the moment where you just press play or you just click the button and you don't think about it and you set the deadline. And so that's what I did. And now over time, time has been trickling down and I'm officially less than one month out until when I travel out to Big Fork, Montana for my very first ever Beast Spartan race. 
This is the first Spartan race that I've done of this size. I've done other races, not Spartan per se, but I've done the Tough Mudder. And my longest one has been 10 miles and about 20 to 25-ish obstacles. This is a half marathon and 30 obstacles. So it's going to be a little bit of a push, but I love this. And the reason why I love this is because if there's anything that the last couple of years have taught me, it's that fear is where all of your growth is at. When I decided that I wanted to just live a better life outside of just being depressed and lethargic and being with a man who literally made me a monster, I was terrified with the thought of being alone. I was almost willing to stay in a toxic relationship thinking that there was going to be some semblance of love and acceptance from this man and that I would be okay. <laughs> um And I was willing to go through it until there was just this point where I just had to draw this line in the sand. And guys, I was so scared making that decision to leave that relationship. But when I did it, this weight lifted off of my shoulders. And then from there, I took the next baby step and was like, okay, now I want to feel better. There was this moment where my, um, where my mom asked me one day, she goes, Hey Kayla, like, let's get off the couch. Let's go for a walk. It's a beautiful summer day. And I was so lethargic to the point where all I wanted to do was sleep. And I was like, no, I can't. I'm just really tired. And I just think I'm going to stay here and rest. And she just kind of walked away. And that moment has forever stayed in my mind. And that was one of the moments that I actually talked about while I was being interviewed for American Ninja Warrior. Um, Because it's crazy to think that I went from that moment where I was so dang lethargic that I couldn't even get off the couch to being at the starting block of the American Ninja Warrior course in San Antonio just a few weeks ago. But anyways, I digress on that. And I say all of that because these were the defining moments where I basically was given the sign and where fear struck me. And I was like, okay, you're either going to poop or you're going to get off the pot. (laughs) And so I chose through just these little baby steps, these little moments to listen to the signs. I didn't know what I was doing. And like I said, I was scared. I was terrified. But I knew if I just took the first step that somehow I would find my way. If I just had a why that it was strong enough, a reason to pull me, that the how would become apparent. But I just needed to start taking steps. And so before you know it, I left the toxic relationship. I ended up losing 75 pounds. I ended up being introduced to American Ninja Warrior, the sport. And then from there, I fell in love with the sport. The pandemic hit. I was tested. I realized that I was in a job that was basically eating me alive 60 to 70 hours a week and just didn't really align with my why or my purpose that I felt I was brought on this earth for. And I decided to leave my job. I decided to leave my corporate job after four years of making way too much money for my age and being incredibly successful and starting from scratch, building my own business to pay it forward in the way that I helped myself. I wanted to help people reach their goals and realize that they didn't have to say no to themselves, that they could say yes to themselves no matter the circumstance. It was never too late to do that. So That was terrifying, was going from complete security and stability to none whatsoever, guys. Building a business is hard, but it's been so rewarding. And then from there, I ended up somehow getting a call to compete on American Ninja Warrior, and here we are now. I'm a coach. I work a thriving business. I, like I said, I just got done with filming all of these things. And I sit here and I talk about this and I'm like, is this seriously my life right now? 
<laughs> like, what is this? And guys, I, I say this every single time. I am not a unicorn. I am a normal human being with normal fears, imposter syndrome, doubts up the wazoo. I just decided that fear was going to be my green light. And that is one of my favorite things to talk about is fear. And that's ultimately what we're going to talk about today is how to get comfortable with being uncomfortable, how to learn to love fear, because as you can see, it's completely shifted my life. And so I've actually done a talk before on learning to love fear. I did it back when I first started the show on Facebook and Instagram. So I don't believe that I have it in podcast recording. I've mentioned it obviously throughout different episodes if you've listened to me long enough. But today I wanted to just make it a full dive about learning to love fear, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. And so just to reiterate and kind of review a little bit of what I said from my last episode that I think is just so, 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 so important to just know as we go into this content today is that you have to understand that fear is your green light. I've already said that. Our bodies, guys, are freaking magical. And sometimes while our brains can be our biggest enemy, they could also be our biggest champion, our biggest help. And in those moments where you feel like the bubble guts and you're like, holy cow, I might poop or throw up one of those two things, that's when you know that your body is telling you, your mind is telling you, hey, Kayla, this is exactly what it is that you need to do. So anytime that you feel that, you know, all right, it's it's time to put pedal to the metal here. And it's just basically a mindset shift. It is a reframe on how you view fear. So when I originally talked about fear, I talked about how do you currently define it? Do you have a positive view of it or do you have a pretty negative view of it? And how can you redefine it in your brain so when you feel it, there starts to be more of this automatic transition of, okay, this is the moment where I've got to lean into that more empowering belief of what fear is and allow for that to drive me. And then from there, after you've done, again, the reframe with your mindset, being able to really take action and take action consistently over time. And the last time that we were here, I had people basically create a oh crap list, which you can replace it with the S word. It's much more fun to say it that way. <laughs> it's an oh crap list list, <laughs> kind of a tongue twister. But it's basically where you unapologetically and without restriction or boundary, you take pen to paper and you write down everything that you would do. If you had all the money, all the time, none of the fear, none of the doubts, if you could literally do anything, have any superpower in the world, write down what it is that you would do. What is it that you would take action on today? What is it that you would accomplish? And just write that down. Even the things that you know you've been scared of for quite some time that have just been sitting there in the background that you know it's time to take action on. That is what I call your oh poopless, oh crapless, oh shiz list list. Eh, whatever. You get the point. So you could actually take those action items today if you haven't done them before. But now what I want to do is talk about three reasons why people have stopped getting uncomfortable. Because I think that we can get a pretty good grasp from what I've just said. Like, okay, great. Fear is wonderful. But like, how do I get past that? And I think one way to really do that is by understanding what might be stopping us in the first place and why we've stopped getting uncomfortable. Just these barriers that we're up against. And so the very first barrier that I truly believe is keeping us from getting uncomfortable more often than not is we've stopped asking ourselves better questions because we were afraid of the answers. Let that sink in for a little bit. 
I say this quite often, but when you start to ask yourself better questions in your life, you start to get better results. Sometimes we've stopped asking ourselves the hard questions because we're truly afraid of success. We're truly afraid of the answer and of that answer being the thing that we don't want to hear, but we know that we need to hear. And so when you think about, okay, what is the dialogue that's going on in my head? It's not just about being able to reframe your beliefs. It's also about being able to ask yourself better questions. And so I have a couple of questions for you guys just to think of. And again, if you have that pen and paper out, maybe write these questions down or just start to scribble as I'm talking. But I want you to think about what is your view on anxiety? How, how do you view it? How do you describe it? How do you feel it? How often do you feel it? Like, What role does anxiety play in your life? Getting an understanding of that, you guys, is going to be so important because if it plays a negative role in your life and it's happening to you consistently, no wonder you've got this block, right? So now if you're understanding, okay, anxiety plays this role in my life at this different level, now I can go about doing the personal growth time that I need to actually overcome that obstacle. I would also say too, especially as it relates to anxiety, um, kind of my same way that I view fear is that anxiety can be really helpful. I think that there's for sure that fine line of what's good anxiety versus what's bad anxiety. So you've got to take the time to, again, do that personal growth work so you can find what line it is that you want to basically be on. So that would be the first question I'd ask you. How much pain do you experience would be my second question. And kind of what I've noticed is that if I don't experience a lot of pain, and by pain I don't mean physical pain, what I mean is like kind of those moments of like, like this is so gross and it makes me want to throw up, (laughs) like those types of things, you're not taking enough action. And so getting a really, really kind of gut check moment of how often am I experiencing that sort of pain? How often do you experience failure and rejection? If you don't experience that often, I'm also probably assuming you probably don't experience much anxiety or pain. So you probably are going to know the answer right there of, okay, I'm not taking enough action. I'm not taking enough risks. And then last but not least, what's more important to me? Which will help me bring more joy to my life in the long term? I think if you could ask yourself those questions when it gets down to it of, okay, I've got these options, at the end of the day, which one's most important to me and which one's going to bring me the most joy long term, it'll help you have a better dialogue and hopefully point you in the right direction. So that is my very first reason as to why I think that we've stopped getting uncomfortable. The second thing that I think is that we think that we should automatically know everything and if we don't, it's useless to attempt it. Does anyone else feel that way? Like when they're like, oh, hey, I think you'd be great for this job. You should apply for it. Or, hey, you should try this thing. I think you'd be really good at it. Like, for example, I have a couple of uh, people that I coach that I'm like, gosh, you would be a phenomenal coach. And they look at me sideways like, no way in heck I'm doing what you're doing. And I'm like, you just don't get it. And usually what I get is, well, I don't know everything that you know. I'm not the unicorn. I don't have the personality. La, 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 la. Guys, do you think that I just like came out of the womb with all of this stuff? No, (laughs) I had to like fall on my face several times to figure out certain things. And again, that's what this whole podcast is about. It's not because I'm some expert chilling behind the scenes. It's because literally what I went through last week is what I learned and what you're (laughs) hearing about this week, aka the crap show that sometimes I go through. So 
I think that we need to understand that learning is not a part of life. It literally is life. And so knowing the answers to everything, guys, is just such a mute point. So here's what I'd recommend that you do is I'd recommend that you would go back and look at the proof in your life, right? This is why I recommend always having a book of wins or a journal or just something that you can log things down because you can quite literally go back to these journals and be like, holy cow, look at how life is showing up for me. Remember the time when I thought that I couldn't and then I did it and then this is the person that I became after it? Those are the things that we need to go back and search for the proof because if we can do that, all of a sudden you start to think, okay, I can do this. And you slowly but surely start to put yourself in this peak state. And I think you guys, anytime when it comes to fear or taking action, you've got to put yourself in a peak state. If there's anything that you learn from this podcast today is peak state is everything. What is peak state? It is that butt kicking state that no matter what it is that you're up against, if you're in that state, it's getting freaking like run over because you're about to run through some walls. This could be you literally do a dance party right before and you get your blood pumping and you're like, all right, bring it. It doesn't matter what it is that you do. For some people, it's meditating and stretching. It literally can be anything, but change your physiology. Put yourself in that peak state and take some action from it, right? That's really what we're after next is once you find the proof, once you put yourself in this peak state, then you continue to learn by taking action. Action is a huge part of the learning process. And I think that if we can put those two together, we're going to stop spending all this time trying to like research and learn and do all the things with the books and the mentors and stuff. And we're just going to start taking more action because that's where more than half of the learning is at. And that's where you start to adapt and all of that good stuff. So that is the second thing. The third reason why I think that we have stopped getting uncomfortable is we think we have to go all in and we've stopped taking baby steps. Does anyone else feel that or identify with that? I am personally, you guys, I am so this person that's like, if I'm going to commit to something, you best believe I'm, I'm all in. Like, I'm not like a dip the toe in the water type person. I'm like, all right, bring it. <laughs> it's a double-edged sword in my perspective. And the reason why it's a double-edged sword is because if I feel like I can't go all in at once, I probably won't do it. And there's been times in my life where I haven't done the action, I haven't done the thing, I haven't taken the risk because I felt like that when really that was what life was trying to pull me towards. I don't regret it. Again, it was a huge learning lesson looking back at it. But that's why I say is that we have to remember we don't have to go all in. We can take baby steps. It doesn't mean that you're any less of a person. You've got to start somewhere. So think about it in this way, right? There's times where I wake up in the morning and I'm like, I know I have to work out. This is my scheduled time to do it. Zero interest. Does anyone else feel that way? I feel like I see people nodding their heads and raising their hands in the car or wherever you're at. (laughs) And I just literally have to like go five, four, three, two, one, pull myself out of bed, go walk over to my computer, literally pull up my workout that I'm doing for that day and just press play. Lo and behold, I might not be asleep. I might not even have my water or my shoes on yet. Like it might not even be like time to be ready for it, but I just press play and then I start to stretch and then I start to move my body a little bit. And then, you know, my trainer starts to say some motivating stuff and I'm like, okay, I can do this. And then we start to get into the workout a little bit and then your blood starts to pump and you're like, 
I got this. And then you start to go hard and then you're like, crap, I really got this. Does anyone else feel that? Like, it's just baby steps. That's all that it is. All it started with was me saying five, four, three, two, one, get the heck out of bed and go press play. I haven't even started doing anything yet. And just by doing that little thing, it instantly opened up the door for the next thing to happen. So what I wanted to end the podcast with today, because those are my three reasons why I think that we've stopped getting uncomfortable, is hopefully those three reasons have kind of given you some tips of like, wow, how can I reverse engineer these? So that way I can start going back into this phase of I'm going to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. But here's three specific ways, or I guess I Yes, I have three. Sorry, I had to count again. (laughs) Three ways to get out of your comfort zone this week. And I hope that you take this action, whether it's on all three of them or just one of them. Here's three ways to get out of your comfort zone. The first thing, I feel like this is the one that I should have said last, but we're going to rip the bandaid off anyways. Set a deadline slash schedule the event. Think of something that you've really wanted to do, but have made excuses or again, you've gotten that fear. Set the deadline. Guys, that's that's literally what I did. That's what sparked this whole topic um, was, again, in 2021, when I was like, all right, I got to think about what I'm doing next year, what's going to scare the poop out of me and really challenge me. I instantly just started like researching Spartan races. And all of a sudden, when I got that feeling of, oh, crap, this is the thing. I know it's the thing, but it's kind of like taking my breath away to press purchase on, <laughs> on this thing. That is what I'm saying by set the deadline and make the commitment. Because once you do that, I'm not saying that you need to do it like set it for tomorrow. Maybe that's what your action item is calling for. But for me, like that was in December and I'm racing in May. So I have a whole five months to get my head wrapped around what's doing and take those baby steps and and right, get ready for it. So schedule the deadline, schedule the event, make it happen and put it down. Because when you have a dead ta- deadline, I promise you, you are nine times out of 10. Actually, let's just say 10 times out of 10. You're going to make it happen. The next way to get out of your comfort zone this week is to say yes to something that you normally wouldn't do, obviously within reason. I hope you guys get what I mean like by that. (laughs) LOL. Um, That would open you up to a new experience, right? Maybe your friend asks you to like go out to dinner or, you know, you get asked to try this new thing or kind of go and apply for this job. I I don't know. It could literally be anything where like in the past you're like, yeah, no, I'm good. But maybe there's that one thing that you kind of wanted to say yes to, but then you got the doubts of, we'll say yes to it this week. Because why not? What's the worst that's going to happen? Think about it. Guys, you have a 100% survival rate right now. Do you know that? You are literally still here, still breathing. That means that all of the hard things that you've gone through in your life, you have survived it. So what's the worst that's going to happen? So just say yes to it and see what happens. (laughs) And then last but not least, share one of your scared poopless list items with a friend and see what sticks, get their buy-in, and do it together. This weekend, I had the pleasure of having my mom um, join me for a trail run, and God bless that woman. I mean, she is 53, getting ready to turn 54. Maybe she's 54. I'm terrible with ages. Doesn't matter. Either way, she's a beast. She's got a six-pack, all the things, and she's been having a lot of problems with her knees and whatnot and just fear around running and all that stuff. She knew how important it was for me to get my trail run in this weekend. And so she's like, I want to spend time with you. I'm going to go do this. And she took it at her own pace. And so by being able to share this goal with her and the importance with her, she's looped around that and she's helped hold me accountable. And we've gotten to share this experience. And 
continue to build our relationship together. So how freaking big of a gift is that, that while you're out there doing the things that scare you, you get to also create better relationships with the ones that you love. Guys, there is nothing better than learning to love fear. Because of learning to love fear, I've completely shifted my life. And I know by you doing the same exact thing, by taking these small baby steps, by reframing your mindset, taking the time to put yourself in a peak state to really take the action that's going to matter to move the rock forward, things are going to shift for you. So I hope that you take this into your hands today, grasp it hard and run with it. But thank you guys so much for showing up for you today. I hope today's talk was helpful. And if you yourself are like, hey, I want to learn to love fear. Maybe I'm stuck and I am just trying to get moving again. I know that I want to focus on my health, for example, and I don't really know where to start. I'm kind of fearful that I have to restrict and do all these fad diets, all the things come follow me on social media because every single week, not only am I posting things on my stories and on my feed that are mindset hacks and inspiration to keep you going, but I'm posting nutrition tips for anyone, doesn't matter where they're at in their journey. I'm also posting like how to do workouts in five minutes or less type situation if you're crunched for time. I'm really here to help pay it forward and give back to those of you that are looking to start or continue your journey and you just don't know how. Just take it from the person who lost 75 pounds and completely shifted her life after that because she made that one decision. But until then, you guys follow me on social media, go try that taco. And I will see you guys next week for another episode. See you then.